This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. I remembered how to start the show. Good job. I thought that was really strong. I was, I'm like, that's like I'm all warmed up. <laughs> that's right. The first one was just practice. <laughs> and everyone's like, what, why are there so many Frank and Friends shows in my feed all of a sudden? I thought he was like dead or, or at least depressed. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's a good tactic, you know, just like start to flood people's, you know, social, social. media. Yeah. You know, I do appreciate that. Um, uh, thanks a lot for watching, sharing, liking, subscribing, especially on YouTube and, of course, on all the audio podcast apps as well, uh, for buying our super fab merch at frankandfriendshow.com slash store. This one looks like it's a football field, it does, doesn't it? you know, which is good. We just had Super Bowl, so. Yeah. And, you know. uh, let's and it's see. got Friends, which you which is now a very have popular, another one. This is a popular TV show. It is. <laughs> and you have discovered that you still have a friend. You. So that's I've good. got a friend in you. I, all right. So maybe I guess we can talk some dirt. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was planning to do other shows during the, during the, my friend Bean actually texted me, is this the longest you've gone without an episode? I said, no, I did have a crash and burn a few years ago where the same thing happened where I couldn't find any friends, get any friends. And I know that there's people who have said they'll do it. Um, remember we did, we did a video, you missed this on Frank and Friends, but we did a video for Marvel City Opera um, on Instagram Live. And we got these comments from this girl, Katie, and I thought, oh, wouldn't you like to be on Frank and Friends? I... I'm too afraid to contact her. But she really wants to do it. But I'm terrified to contact her because it's like asking a girl out on a date. I'm like, I don't. I only do met her. Do you want Whitney to ask her? Yes. Okay. I sent her a note and tell her, you want to be on Frank's show? Certainly yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> now, I used to pass those notes back and forth in church, so I know all yes. about them. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> my thought, though, is, uh, you know, on the one hand, when people come on the show and I, I, I don't know them, it just turns into an interview. And I can sure. do that. I mean, yeah. 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 But the, the point of this show is, I mean, I could interview you about your opera career every time you're on. That would be a little much. But yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> that you'll come instead not as an uh, interviewee, but as an equal. Right. And co-host the show and, and bring your own anecdotes and stories and, you know, the stuff that you do. You get it. You've been yeah. here enough times. As have you know, some of the other regulars. And I was hoping to have one of the other regulars, but then... You know, she got sick and had other family issues, and then Life. gets to the point where I'm like, she canceled on me twice, and for very valid reasons, perfectly. I mean, I, yeah. I can't no fault of her, but then I'm like, well, then I just, I'll just, okay. I know, you know, you would never think that Frank was a shrinking flower, <laughs> but in but certain circumstances, you get, you know, a little I, bit nervous. I don't, them. yeah, I, I don't handle uh, rejection well. So when you're afraid of bothering people, and yeah. that's valid. Well, like I saw this guy Mitch. He's a good actor, and I ran into him at an Italian restaurant, and, and he said he'd like to be on the show. And but I'm like, okay. But the funny thing about it, me, is um, because my schedule is is wide and and varied. I when someone says to me, "When do you want me to come?" I'm like, I, I don't know. You're like, whenever you're available. I, I don't know. I can't pick a day. I, yeah. Because, and then I'm a, and if I send them a date, like, hey, what about uh, Friday the Blah? Oh, I can't do Fridays. I'm like, well, then why did I ask? So just flip it around on them and say, well, why don't you tell me? My schedule's pretty open. Yeah. Give me some options. That and I'll pick one. Be, yeah. I, that's, that's the way it works. When I, yeah. I have to go to a meeting with um, Interfaith Health Center, I'm going to emcee a thing for them. Nice. And like, we have to come and tour the facility, and we'll take, but we'll take you to lunch. I'm like, all right. And free lunch is good. Free lunch is good. Yeah. But instead of asking me when I'm available, they sent a list of five dates um, 
that at 11 a.m. on any of these following five dates. And I thought, this is great. That's perfect. And before I even had a chance to reply to it, Heather from Channel 10, who's going to co-host it too, um, she had said, well, these two work for me. So now, now, now the list Narrowed of five down. is down to two. And I look at the list of two, and I'm like, well, I can't do that one because so I'm here's getting the one. my haircut or something, whatever I'm doing that day. But I can do the first, this one. So it's done. Love it that. It took, the whole, the whole business took about 15 minutes. That's perfect. I love that. So that's what I like. Yes. Yes. Organized. It was nice. Yeah, it's great. So anyway, I'll be emceeing this super fancy um, event at Cherokee Country Club in April for Interfaith Health Center. And that's a good thing. What they do is they raise money so that people who don't have insurance or just can't afford can just go there and get a free doctor's visit. They've got doctors who donate their time. They've got, you know, money. Right. They raise all this money to do that. They even sent me a bunt cake um, on Valentine's Day. Because um, what they have a fundraiser where you buy a bunt cake to be delivered to your Valentine. Oh, nice. Well, they sent me one, but somebody paid for it, and that money goes to fund a, a checkup for somebody at the Interfaith Health Center. That's lovely. So you got a free bunt cake. You're getting lunch. Two lunches actually. Two cause, lunches because there was the first lunch where I could tell they were going to ask me to do okay. something. Okay, that's good. You should always do that. You should always make people take you to lunch if they're going to ask you. Okay, yeah. I guess so. I mean, if I'm going to say yeah. yes, because the, right. the problem is I can't say no. So if I'm going, you could, but it, well, I mean, you I, wouldn't I, necessarily get that lunch again. But <laughs> <laughs> that might be it for them asking you. But. Well, I know, but I mean, is I mean, is if I if I'm going to say no to the event, I need to know that ahead of time. So I say no to the lunch where you're going to ask me to do the event, right? Yeah, because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, does that make sense? It totally does. So I said yes to the lunch, and then I said yes to the event. And then I'm also going to emcee the, um, uh, later in April, the week after that, is the uh, Friends of Literacy, right. uh, East Tennessee Writers mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. And that one, I'm not going to say I feel stuck uh, emceeing it, but I've done it multiple times. And I've, I'm sort of, I'm, a, I'm a, not only am I the emcee, but I'm, not, I'm also a member, you know? A member, an MC, an auctioneer. Yeah. You know, just, well, they don't have to auction anything of that. That's it's, good. it's easy. That's it's, good. The, it's the Friends of Literacy, so they give you this beautifully written script. Maybe there's they can n- write MCO. There's zero mistakes in this script. You just get up there. And I mean, at one time great. I actually suggested, I said, well, do you mind if I acknowledge, say, in order for the punchline about this guy being dead uh, to work, I need to say uh, two sentences earlier, the late Terry Morrow. Is that okay? Can I change the script that, that way? There's like, a punchline oh, about a person being dead? It's right up my alley, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> okay. So I had to work that in there. Okay. So anyhow, um, uh, yeah, so there's a couple things that are coming up in April, and I feel like there's another something looming that I can't remember right now. But um, where was I going with this? I don't know, but I kind of like to loop back to this bunk cake that you got for Valentine's and, you know, all these MC gigs, because I feel like you got a Valentine from Marble City Opera. Oh, yeah, I did get something. Well, yeah. is that what that was? <laughs> on, it was on Valentine's Day. It was on Valentine's Day. Were you behind this? Me? <laughs> or was Whitney? You mentioned Whitney, who's going to ask Katie if she'll, if she'll come here and be on the show with me. Well... So how it worked was we wanted to feature you um, uh-huh. on social media since you were going to be emceeing our event. Well, I mean, the Children's Museum does that. And uh, right. uh, obviously nice. the Writers Hall of Fame does that. They yeah. make a big deal about, oh, one of our members is emceeing the thing. Right. You should. Yeah. And so I said, well, why don't you use this fun photo of 
of us. Yeah. Because, I mean... It's from the uh, the fundraiser party two years ago where yeah. you're singing Glitter and Be Gay. Right. And you're pulling... Is this the one where you're pulling the beads out of your cleavage? I think I'm crying in this one. Okay. Yes, I'm crying. But it looks like you're... Cr- about, yes. How does the song go? I mean, not, you don't have Pearls to sing the whole thing. Pearls and ruby but, rings are... But, you know, I don't know. But there's a part where there's you pretend where you to be cry. crying. <laughs> and you, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm standing off beside because you've just dissed me in the thing. You've just made some kind of... Uh, Oh, yeah, a reference to a duke or some, you know, somebody else. And right. we're the somebody else. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I'm, I'm doing some kind of like face. And we're acting. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing the fake cry. And that's the yeah. picture that they captured. And, in fact, it's on the frankandfriendshow.com website it's or something. It's becoming iconic. Similar yeah. to that. So yeah. you use this on social media on yes. Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I said, why don't you use this photo? You say something nice about Frank and that we're excited that he's going to be emceeing for us. And so she... That, those were the instructions? Those were the instructions. Okay. Not, the instructions were not, go so far over the top that he'll think we're being sarcastic and we think he's an idiot for wanting to be... <laughs> no. No. I was like, say something nice, you know, about Frank and mention I, I Frank and the- friends and tag them and you know because i do want the publicity i mean some of these mc gigs i say well i'll do the gig for charity but also maybe you know like a you would with any of your other in-kind sponsors right. you know you'd you'd thank the tv channel yes. that the lady works for that kind of stuff you give them a yes. little boost yeah. yeah so whitney then took the photo and oh, put it into like canva um which is like photoshop but you can you know add yeah, to the yeah. photo and everything and she added x's and o's and she drew a big heart around <laughs> Uh, you or me? I yeah, can't me. You. Yeah, around Frank and and then because you're crying over there and, and I'm the crying act, and they should do an arrow to you and it said me if there was no Frank Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> she did send it to me for approval. Oh, okay. So yeah, you so were I in did, on it. I, I did. I was aware. I mean, because there's the top, yeah. and then there's over the top. Yeah, and this, this was, was over, so over over the top. Yeah. But, you know, I like the attention. There's no doubt about that. (laughs) I mean, I can't ignore it. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, it was a little bit of a joke at my expense because I did ask... I do ask to be featured on these social media posts, but uh, yeah, I got I got my comeuppance is what I'm saying. <laughs> but it was funny. It was, it was good. It was funny. People seem to like it. Yeah. People cute. seem to understand. Um, I know technology is changing so fast. It's so frustrating to me to try to make a story on Instagram because they won't shut up. If you pick a song and it just keeps playing until the point where you just want to stop, you just want to delete the post and not do it anymore. Right. I've learned to turn the volume down. And I even watched, here's Instagram tutorial number 16 on how to make a story. And it was so complicated. Well, first of all, you drop a letter O, and then you erase the, and then you shade the whole thing this color, and then you erase this part to make it clear. And then you take this, and you put a disco ball, and you put click here. And, it, I mean, you can do a lot with it. And this lady was very good at it, but I don't have the patience for it, um, just in general, yeah. uh, for some of these things. And, I mean, I thought I was fairly technologically savvy. I used to be, but I'm, I'm losing a step. Like my own personal website, mm. uh, I got notified that they're migrating the DNS servers to some other thing and mm. all this stuff. So it means my email is gone for a couple of days. I don't, I'm unreachable by email. And then I have to figure out not only how to do all of these things in the instructions. You know, you've got to go notify your um, domain registrar that we've changed the basically the directions on how to right. send people to your website. Right. It's not, the hosting company has changed its name. Everything is different. Oh, it's the worst. So I'm thinking about, I, I mean, I'm actually thinking about um, going to one of the local web companies and asking them if they can help me. 
Yeah, I mean, that's it's worth a paying. Thing. It's worth paying. It really for is it. because I. I mean, I kind of go through the same thing. I was working on uh, transferring James's website over to a new domain, and because the website designer who originally built his website and originally built my Soprano website is no longer, you know, in that business. Yeah. And because I have been do- hosting some websites, Marvel City Opera, Opera Louisiana, Frank and Friends Show, Catherine Frady, like all of these other websites, um, it was like, oh, well, I'll just build it and I can host it. Yeah. But there's just like... But I'm paying like, for it, right? I, I, I think I paid... Uh, I yeah, don't, you're, you're paying I'm for paid it. I'm paid up, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So I'm trying to transfer it over. Yeah. And it's just impossible to figure out how to get... You know, it linked up correctly. And I'm just like looking at it and looking at it and reading everything and trying all of these different things. I get on the phone with um, the original web designer and he was like, oh, you just go here, you just go here, and you click this, and you're done. You know, and that was like, all it was. Yeah, but they knew exactly where to go and where to yeah. look. And that's the, that's I, the When I was working up in uh, the TV uh, studio in Pigeon Forge, there was a kid there who was real web savvy. I gave him 100 bucks to upgrade my website, and he made it look pretty. But I don't know. Now I've kind of basically lost control of it. I don't know how right. to update. fix how to update it. And yeah. it still has the uh, previous podcast on there. Right. It's got a bunch of stuff that's outdated. Right. I mean, at least on um, the Frank and Friends show site, I know I can do the bare minimum. I went in and I, I rewritten my bio for Friends of Literacy. And... Um, update a few things because I made myself or, well the TV station made me head writer of Scholars Bowl I'm now head writer nice well it's true I mean if we no, figured great. I looked up was researching what would be a, how do you describe what it is I'm doing on this show I'm not just standing there reading the questions I'm writing all of the questions well I, I'm more like uh, the, the writers send me the questions and I review all of them and I change them if necessary but I, every one of them is going through my eyes um for for writing now, granted, if there's a math mistake in there that I miss because I don't do didn't do the math right, or if it's got the wrong atomic number on an element and I don't notice it, then we're screwed. And that's what the but then we've got judges, right. a team of judges who then review the questions after I have screened them. So the answer came up in some I read some blog post about a guy who used to write game show questions. He said, "Well, you have a head writer and you have a writing staff." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that that's what I am. I'm the host and head writer." So in a long story short, which is too late. Um, <laughs> now it's long. I updated my bio to include that and a few other things. So I went on the Frank and Friends site all by myself. It's amazing. And put the new um, bio in there. Well, that's why I like the, the Wix you know, yeah. websites because they're very user-friendly. Now also on uh, fun1059.com, they use, um, they use a company that one of the station's owners runs. It's called AIIR, and mm. it builds websites and apps for radio stations specifically. Okay. But it's also, uh, you know, if you're going to build a, an app that a radio, or a thing that a radio station employee can figure out how to use, it's got to be pretty user-friendly. <laughs> so I was also able to update my bio on that all nice. by myself. That's impressive. But I couldn't do it on frankmurphy.com <laughs> because somehow I lost, lost the ability to do that because I don't know what the, form, what the kid did when he updated it. And now you might have to write to him and ask him to update it, you know, or yeah. to transfer it. To well, he never responded control. to the last yeah. text I sent him a couple of years ago, and, you know, yeah. I don't, can't handle rejection. That's right. So, so it's done. <laughs> yep, it's over. <laughs> well, that's kind of why I ended up taking control of my Catherine Frady Soprano website, because I loved what the designer had done, 
But I needed updates, you know, every three to six months. Yeah. And you pay for each one, and then and she had many other jobs. Yeah. So like getting a hold of her was quite difficult. Yeah, the same thing with so, it. Yeah, this guy yeah. was it was it was a sidelight for him. I gave him right. hundred bucks, and he was he knocked it out in a few exactly. minutes. But then he was done with it. He didn't have time to go back to it and, and right. tweak it and finish it the way I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Well, um, on the technology though. Do you, I mean, you use, um, I want to say the S word, so you use Siri for things? I really don't. Um, I'm like one of those weird people who still doesn't ask Siri for anything. Okay, well, I, I do. Everything on my own. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't mind to use it, especially when you've got the AirPods in. Then yeah. it's very convenient to ask Siri to make a call or to... I um, do answer phone calls. From yeah, because yeah. but, but it comes on and says uh, so. Frank Murphy is calling. Do you want to answer? And you no, say I yes say or no. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she knows how how I am with rejection. I see her for the first time in weeks, and she's like, "How come you never call me?" I'm like, "Because I'm afraid you won't answer." <laughs> I always answer when you call. Not all, well, Most I guess of the time. that's how infrequently I call. Because right. usually when I call, it's a crisis. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's when I call you too. Well, that's so. a good point. More, more that way. You generally call me yeah. at a crisis. The more, if I call you, it's like, "Hey, aren't you driving eight hours today?" And I just thought maybe I'd call and give it, talk you up. Well, we also are, have the uh, the Amazon Alexas in the house, and um, I am I'll use either or, uh, depending. Like a lot of times, I'm looking up the year that a song came out. Is that a 60s song or a 70s song or an 80s song? I need to know, especially the ones that are like right on the cusp. Right. Like, well, I remember I was still in high school when that song came out, but here it's classified as an 80s song. Um, so I look at stuff like that. I'll, right. I, yeah. it's, it's little, little minuscule stuff, but I, I tend to do that a lot. I tend to talk to the machines a lot. Besides, I'm home alone all day. <laughs> um, well, Jerry is, we said something. Jerry says something. She tells Alexa to, uh, to do something. And her phone speaks up. Her iPhone, her new iPhone, we got her updated on the iPhone. Her new iPhone said, um, this is Siri. Did you, you know, you asked for the wrong assistant or something to that effect. Oh. I thought that was super creepy. That is creepy. Because if we have both, in fact, I can't believe that they both haven't started lighting up. I'm trying to say the word fast. Right. So it doesn't like listen. Yeah. Yeah. um, So that it ignores it. Um, it'll still turn up in the log, like, uh, this command was not meant for this machine. That's so weird. Uh-huh. But it, the, the iPhone lit up and responded when Jerry was asking the Amazon Echo, the Alexa, to a question or to do something. And the iPhone's like, well, well, you, you, you asked Well, what the-. about me? And I thought, that's, that's guts. I mean, who programmed that? Because I thought they only responded to a, the wake-up word of their name. Well, they're listening to us the whole time so that they can hear their name, right? Well, it's proof. I mean, so isn't that proof that if now they're they're listening for other um, AI names, right? And they're listening for you know if we said, I mean, you have an express bag over there, so if we said express, then we would get ads. You oh, know, okay, yeah, that those. is so that they is are listening. kind of fun. Like when um, yeah. uh, Sarah Roberta was here, we did it. We talked about my love of canned mackerel. And, and then you started getting She ads. started getting ads for canned mackerel. I haven't gotten any. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a shame. I, know. I didn't recognize the voice who was saying it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think she was uses, she uses TikTok and I don't. Uh, so she was getting mm-hmm. TikTok videos about canned mackerel. And Funny. I thought, well, I mean, 
We all know. <laughs> yes. And then uh, with the with the AirPods, which also make you more dependent right. on the voice assistant. Um, we went up to see the kids after uh, Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, at somewhere along the way, Jerry lost one of her AirPods. Oh no! Isn't That's that awful? I thought I lost mine, and I found them in the washing machine. Did they go through the wash cycle? They did. Did they survive? Yeah, they did. They're pretty more. They're more durable than than you would people think. think. Yeah. yeah. Now, I haven't lost any of mine yet, but I get, I'm anxious about it. Like, I'm afraid to go to the bathroom. You while might I'm drop it in there with them. your wedding ring. Oh. <laughs> I did drop my wedding ring in the toilet, didn't I? Once upon a time. <laughs> well, I, I've lost, I, one of the reasons I've tried to lose weight is because my wedding ring was too tight. Ah, uh, and was, so you were taking so it So I was wearing it on my pinky because it was hurting, and it's very loose on the pinky, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the bathroom of the Tennessee Theater, and I'm ready to start, and there it goes right into the toilet. At least you noticed. Yeah. 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 So well, anyway, it, you don't it, want to drop it went your plunk, and I, you know, I had to yeah. reach in through the soiled <laughs> water. But I was, it was a, anyway. Still traumatic. It was a stand-up job, so it wasn't that bad. But So I'm worried about the AirPods falling into the pool right. when I'm bending over. To uh, clean the pool, or when I'm, you know, when I'm in the sink, I like I start washing my hands like this, mm-hmm. so that I don't have my uh, over the sink. And Jerry actually recently dropped an AirPod into the sink, but I bought these little uh, drain things. From, oh, that's good. So it just went into that. Yeah, yeah. She was so worried about losing a ring or an AirPod down the drain that I bought these little, you know, just little screens like yeah. you'd find at a restaurant or a store, um, and it saved us an AirPod. But awesome. on the trip. Up north, it's gone. We can't figure out, you know. And it tries to tell you, last seen, you know, in front of Megan's house. It tells you where it well, was Well, no, it gave us the address, and we, the address was Megan's house. But that's good. Well, but it lies. Jerry had one. She came home the other day, and she's looking for her AirPods. And it, she gets the notification on her phone that it was last seen at church. She's thinking, oh, no, i got to drive back over there. I said, it lies. It lies. Look in your car. And they were in her car. Because I th- were you on the show when I talked about the dentist? The dentist, yes. Uh, it told it me did. it were here in the house the whole time. Right. And it told me they were at the dentist. Yeah. And it lies. Yeah. So that I don't understand. I'm gonna, That's a problem. I'm going to have to just disable the whole find my AirPods thing. I wonder if it just needs to be updated. The only thing that's good about it is it does remind you, usually, when I get about 10 minutes away from the house, it normally comes on and says, iPad, left at home, left right. at, left behind, and AirPods left behind. And now, yes, I, I know I left them at home because I don't want to lose them. Right. But it is helpful but, to know in case you yeah. don't want them. Yeah. You know, now if only they could come up with this sort of technology for my house key. Well, it's called a tag, air tag. You put an air tag on it. Well, I'm going to need one because I walked out of my house to walk Sasha. And I walk Sasha at like 10 o'clock at night. You're talking about in Louisiana? In Louisiana. And I always well, that's when it finally cools off, Catherine. Well, that's you can't right. go outside. You know, it's front. humid the... during the day. You <laughs> just can't. I mean, I'm not going to melt while I'm out there. So you got to wait till 10 p.m. to that's go outside right. and walk the dog. Um, <laughs> so the whole neighborhood is asleep. I'm outside walking the dog. I always lock the door though, just out of habit. Because of course you would. It's it's late at night. Um, so I put the key in my pocket and I'm walking Sasha, and she does her business, and we go back to the door. And I don't have my key. But I had locked the door. With the key. With the key. So I knew I had had it. And I keep 
just one key mm-hmm. next to the front door for this purpose specifically. Yeah. So it's not like on like the rest of my keys with my car yeah. key and everything like that. It's just the house key. And I'm like, oh my God. How, it's a magic how, trick. How did you do this? How did I do this? Where did it go? You must have dropped it while you were walking the dog. While I was walking the dog. So I decided I would check the back door. So I went you in. You could trade the in back. your dog for like a bloodhound. Right? And then yeah. she could find it. Okay. So I went in the back and there's like a, a small um, yard with a gate and everything. And I could get into the backyard. And fortunately, this time, the back door wasn't locked also. So I could get into the house through the back door. But the key is still missing. But the key is still missing. So I went out. Um, I got the dog inside, and I, I started looking for the key. I was trace, retracing my steps, but it's dark outside. There's no lights. Yeah, you, do you have a flashlight, maybe? I had a little flashlight on my phone. Oh. So I'm just yeah, like, it's not that strong. It's not that strong. So I'm retracing, going everywhere, get back. It's like, it takes me 20 minutes, because we went on a long, a pretty <laughs> decent walk. Yeah. Um, get back in, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to change the locks now, because now I'm terrified that yeah. my key is... But the boogeyman is... <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the next morning, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll look when it's light outside. Walking Sasha before I go off to work. Of course, she doesn't want to go the same way. So I walk her, take her back in, get in my car. I'm like, I think it's going to be next to this one house. Like, where it's dark, it's either there or it's in this open field. Yeah, I got to teach you the St. Anthony prayer. (laughs) And I hop out of my car and I run and look in the yard. And there it is on the Dolly Parton wooden keychain. Oh. Sitting in the grass. Near your house. Not near my house. Near this across other house. the street, you know, a few blo- a few doors down and up next to this person's How house. How did you know it was there? I, she had to go. That was the only place where she didn't she stay on Sasha. The dog, not Dolly Parton. Where she, yeah, where she didn't stay on the sidewalk. There okay. were only two places where we were not on the sidewalk. And it was once on this house next to the side of their their home, and in this big field. Oh. So I knew it had to be in one of those places. Well, I'm glad you found it. I know. That was saved, you, saved you a lot of money on a new locksmith. And I everything. so, but I'm going to need some technology for that. Well, I was reading about um, AirTags, uh, you know, because in, in this movie, uh, show that we watched, this Harlan Coben show that we watched, the lady, they hide the AirTag. everyone's hiding AirTags on the other person's car, you know. It's like, <laughs> How big are the AirTags? I don't, I don't know. I think they're... You know, about the size of a quarter. I don't know how okay. thick they are. Yeah. But um, they're hiding them on cars so that it makes it part of the excitement of the show to tell when you're following somebody or when you're being followed or whatever it is. Um, but I saw an article about that because I guess, you know, Siri and Alexa knew that I had expressed some interest, some curiosity about it. So it gets pushed up to my feed. And it says, here's things you can put it on. Put it on your key tag. Put it on your child. Put it on your pet. Put it on your child. <laughs> Put it on your elderly uh, grandparent. Put it on your car, or put it on. I'm like, well, that's, then it got to the point. Where I'm like, uh, this is too much. Yeah. I don't want. I don't need to put an air tag on my car or my wife's car. I mean, what you know? I don't. That seems like a little bit intrusive. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just something about it just just struck me as I, I maybe on your keys. I remember before all that, I used to, I used to have a key tag that was supposed to help you find them, but it would. Um, it was just a beeping key tag. Right. Like you'd have two of them, and, and if you got close enough, you could make it beep. Yeah. But the technology was so primitive that it didn't work very well, and I gave up on it. Yeah. And I guess air tags are more. Yeah, James had one of those beeping ones accurate. at one point, but they were they were like quite um, big, big. Yeah. You know? So I was like, it was stupid. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and then when we I put it, I remember when the 
Timmy and Artie were young, and we took them to the zoo. And I thought, well, I'll put one of them on the boys. And Artie just kept hitting it. He thought it was hilarious. He just he would run somewhere and then hit push the button, the panic button, to make it beep on me. I'm like, right. well, what's the point? It's not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm here. <laughs> kids, kids, he was like, you know, just how about how old was he? he? Must have been like five or six, and he'd already outsmarted the technology. Um, now, uh, oh, this is the wrong one. I was trying to come up with a clever segue into, like, you wouldn't need to put one on your casket because it's not because going anywhere. That's true. <laughs> We're not going to lose you when you're in the ground. Bonezones.com, don't forget the S, <laughs> is uh, Dr. Bill Bass, who is uh, doing well at 95 and a half years old. I had a nice conversation with him. In fact, I did say that I would go to lunch with him soon. So nice. I need to follow up on that. That's wonderful. Um, I was too depressed to pick a date. <laughs> like, like sad, I didn't want to get rejected. I'm like, hey, oh. uh, Dr. Bass. But no, he said, pick, give me some dates that you're available. So I'm like, oh, that's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. Just pick all of the dates. That's what I'll do. There you go. I'll say, here's, here's the Monday, th- here's the week. <laughs> but then actually, you know, I, the way I have this conversation with him, and then I look at the calendar, and it's like the one week a month where everything lines up. You know, right. you've got the haircut and the chiropractor and the first Friday and all the things. And all the it's MC all, gigs. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll pick the week after that. Yeah. Maybe my wife will come with me while she's on uh, spring break. There you go. That'd be nice. Um, Deathsacre is one of my faves. It's nonfiction. tells you the uh, beginnings of the body farm and some of their great cases. There's another one called Beyond the Body Farm that's nonfiction. It's got the big bopper in it and others like that. Or the fiction books, uh, Carved in Bone is the first in the mystery series starring Dr. Brockton. And when you buy them from BoneZones.com, you do get them autographed by the great Dr. Bill Bass. So you can have them personalized, too, because they do, um, even though he's pretty much done with the public speaking, they still go to his house and have him sign stuff every so often. Um, like, here's the, uh, I haven't brought out the uh, the souvenir skull paperweight in a while. Oh, I like the skull paperweight. It's very nice. This one is also signed by John Jefferson. Oh, yeah. so fancy. Very fancy. Yeah, he's not in town very much at all, uh, but we certainly, if he comes to town, we'll get him to sign some stuff. So if that's important, we'd, I guess we'd have to mail it to him. Well, anyway, it's possible. This one is a Dr. Bill Bass signature on the uh, the silver paperweight. So much fun, and um, I still want to do that nice thing with too. your uh, with your death opera. I know we need to get talking on that. Get talking on it. Well, you know what you should do, Susan. Susan, you know what you I'm should Susan. do. Is- I think a lot of the picnic. Citizen Kane all of a sudden. I think a lot of the picnic, Susan. No, you should contact Susan, uh, is what you need to do. Contact Susan at bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. And uh, you can hire me to come do a presentation. I have to wait now. Hold on. Back back it up just a minute. I I have to call Susan to book book you. Yeah. But we're we're talking right now. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm doing the sales pitch, but you've got to talk to the closer. I'm asleep. Okay. You think I can book my own speaking engagements, Catherine? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know how I am about well. pick, you know how I am about picking dates. You and Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Frank is too fancy to talk to the likes of me. <laughs> no, it's just, I just I I don't want to. I no no no. I can't take. Re- I'll, I'll talk to your people. Susan, I'll talk Susan, to your people. Susan, help me, Susan. Susan, I know she I'm watches Catherine. this. All right, here's what we're gonna do, Catherine. Oh my goodness, here's what we're gonna do. Um, Tell me. I had a general manager in radio who talked about crystal and brick. Okay. Now you are in a position where you're both. I don't know how you do it, but somehow you manage to be both crystal and brick. I cannot. He said, the DJs, the air talent, they're crystal. You need them for the, you know, to put them in the window, and they're an important part of the operation. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, they'll, they draw business in and whatnot. But they, the, they're too delicate. The salespeople 
are the bricks. Gotcha. The salespeople can take rejection. The salespeople can can take no from an advertiser, and it doesn't discourage them because they're a brick. They just go to another advertiser and another advertiser, and so on and so on. And they can withstand the rejection of the, the brick, whereas yeah. the crystal breaks. Oh, yeah. So. In order to be a soprano, you have to be crystal and brick. That's what I'm talking about. You just have to. But, you know, I learned that from my dad because um, he told me no every time I asked him anything. <laughs> and I just kept asking. <laughs> just. Hello, can I go do this? <laughs> and that's when you found the car keys on your own. That's right. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> well, well, we'll get it worked out. You know, I'm exaggerating a little bit for the purposes of, uh, of the program. Sure, sure. But, well, another story. But, you know, the, the idea that I had for the presentation would involve Susan and the Bone Zones crew being there and selling some of this death-related yeah, merchandise. Yeah, that would be cool. That's really cool. So that I can't just decide what day they're doing it. They have to be involved. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. <sighs> you, you, don't, you don't play any yeah, you don't waste any time. You're 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 a woman on the go, busy, busy, busy. I play some game. I mean, any video games? The or? only game I really play. Well, there's two different kinds of games. One of them, and they I always play them before I before I go to bed because it helps me calm my brain and go to sleep. One of them yeah. is really Scrabble, and I play versus myself. A Scrabble. It's well, it's called Wordmaster, but is you it can like play. it used to be? Words with friends used to be a thing. Yeah. That's different. That's you different. You can do like. You can, in this one, you can do what they call pass and play. Um, and so you don't have to wait on a computer to be, or somebody else. You can just oh, like Oh, so it looks, it's regular. It looks like, like Scrabble. Scrabble okay. but, and I just play myself. So All right. I'm I and K. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I play a word and then I play another one. So ah. that one I do. And then sometimes, this is a very fun, I don't know if you have ever heard of this app. Where is it? It is... Has disappeared from my phone. Okay. Uh, well, I can tell you about the ones that Jared, my wife, actually, she gave up some for Lent. She was doing a whole bunch of games, and she'll do this where she sends um, uh, the scores to our son and to her coworkers and to her sister, but they can't give up on Wordle. Right. And that's the one where you've got to guess a five-letter word, six-letter word, and you only get six, five-letter word, you get six tries, maybe? And you get a new one every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody in the world gets the same word. Right. And it's a big deal. But it doesn't, something about that game doesn't appeal to me, because I love doing the crossword puzzle. Okay. It's in the same app, but, you know, but I like doing the more, compli- to me, more complicated, but the bigger New York Times crossword puzzle, and I've got my streak going of, you know, 2,000 some odd um, that's awesome. Days in a row. Jerry's up to fifteen hundred days in a row. That's amazing. So it's just something. It's and you know, especially for older people, they say it keeps your brain sharp. Right. Um, exactly. But there's another one they've added to the New York Times Puzzle app, and it's called Connections, and that's kind of like the new hot thing. Mm-hmm. But I like Connections. I like it better than Wordle. I don't know. Was Wordle? I just just thinking up a word out of nothing. It doesn't appeal to me. Trying to just come up with a word out of thin air, and then. It, it turns into Wheel of Fortune, I guess, by the end. We, some letters are right, some letters right, are wrong. Right, and, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't call That's to not, me the way yeah. the connection's connected with me because there's a British game show okay. called Only Connect. Now, when Connections came on the scene, everyone's like, oh, this is an exciting new game. Who ever thought of this? And I'm looking at it. It's like, that is ripped off directly from this British game show called Only Connect, 
where you have to find the pattern in these four things that they give you. And there's different levels of it on the TV show, but at the end of the game, when you make it to the finals, they give you this wall of 16 things, 16 words, and you have to find the four sets of four, which is exactly what you do on New York Times Connections. Nice. And that, to me, is kind of a fun That sounds fun. fun. I think I I would like that. You know, the name of the, it's kind of similar to, there it is. It's called Impulse, the app that I play games on. And they actually call them training. Okay. Trainings. But they have all of these, you know, different, there's like memory games. And it's all with the purpose of like trying to improve. Your mind. Your your, your mind. Your brain. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I I like those kinds of games. You know, Well, Jerry said that she gave up some of the ones for Lent during the week, but she'll still do them on the weekends. Okay. So maybe what are the what's the one from? Is there one that, that you do the best, or, or the one that I do the best, or well, the one that you like you go to first? What's your go to? Well, the memory building. I do skills. like the fresh item, but I also like ancient numbers. On ancient numbers, it's very weird, but you just pick the number, and they're all spread out all over the place. Oh, so hold this up for a second. To, it's like a honeycomb, and it's you like just a have honeycomb. to identify the numbers in order. Yeah but they're all spread out and you have a time limit. Okay. And you have like five rounds to get through in two minutes. And they, oh. and they get increasingly harder. So you have more numbers mm. on each level. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of fun. You're right. trying to like race the clock and I have beaten it before. Cause I, um, generally speaking, I, I have an aversion to video games. Like the ones, um, Artie, when he's here, they want me to get on the, the, you know, on the TV and play Mario Kart or right. something like that. Yeah. And I get motion sickness from yeah. it. I yeah. don't like it. And I, I just, I, I, something about the games that just, I don't know what it is. I a, have a bias against them. And everyone in my family plays them except me. So I can't, nothing I can do. I can't, you know, except right. go do something else. But maybe I can buy one of these new robot toy dolls from Japan. What in the world? I don't know if I want to steal the picture I guess if I do this it's I don't know like how I can even yeah, show that to you yeah. so it's this creepy looking robot right there it is I'm trying to show you there on the on the camera and the odd thing about this robot it's a toy robot from Japan and uh, it's made by a company called Folo Toy F-O-L-O-T-O-Y right mm-hmm. so here's the thing they try to make it's, uh, this I guess generic American looking guy in robot land and they gave him a name they gave him an American-sounding name. His name is Frank Murphy. Come on. You have to have one of these. No, I don't. But it's you. Well, I mean, it's not me. I mean, there's a lot of other Frank Murphys in the world. There's a cartoon character named Frank Murphy. This there is was great. A- Frank Murphy, an AI toy figure created by Yompi Planet in partnership with Folo Toy. Adapted with an in-house designed AI chipset. That's nice. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I mean, what are the odds? That it also says that Frank Murphy is designed to chat in six languages, <laughs> including English, Chinese, and Japanese. Well, I mean, I think that's great that it's, a, that it's designed that's a to skill. chat. That'd yeah. be a skill. Yeah. I just, I thought, so Frank I have Murphy these, is designed to chat. Just take of, that part be, out. Because of my vanity, um, I have, which is one of the seven deadly sins, I'll point out. Mm. Because of my vanity, not only do I Hasn't want you yet. to be featured by a Marble City Opera in your posts on Valentine's Day, but I also um, have a Google News alert for my name. Nice. Do you of have course one? you do. No. Why not? I don't know. Should I? Of course you should. <laughs> I'll be alerted every day. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, I get these alerts because I get these alerts every time the name Frank Murphy is in the news, and 99% of the, 99.999% of the time it's not me, as it turns out. Really? Because, well, there's a football player named Frank Murphy who just okay. got some new um, position with a charity, retired football player. Uh, he's got some new position as the head of a charitable organization for youth and sports. I'm like, oh, good for him. Yes. Yeah. There's a uh, re- dead Supreme Court justice named Frank Murphy, and they've named a building after him in Detroit. So every time there's a murder trial at the Frank Murphy Hall of Justice. Nice. That's Frank good. Murphy Hall of Justice. That's a good one. I like that. I get notified. And there's a rugby player. There's all these people all over the world named Frank Murphy. Now I get notified that there's an AI toy from Japan. How from tall is this AI Yami toy? Planet. I, I don't know, but I think it's like about a... Life size or? No, I think it's like a foot tall. Okay. Maybe. It might say somewhere in the article. But, I mean, it's creepy as heck. So... You should send them like a, an image that they could of you that they could turn in and say, thank you for using my name. But now, if you really want to be able to use my name. Have, they, have I told you that, that we, one of the things we did, I don't know if this is a, I guess I'll put it in my, in my memoir, so it's not that big of a secret. But um, East Tennessee PBS does have a recording of me that they can use and manipulate to get me to say things that I haven't said. See? So it's, I don't know if that's technically AI, because I don't think it is. I think it's, well, maybe it's partially AI. AI, my son doesn't even like the phrase AI. He says, it's call it computer learning. But what they can do is, if they need me to say, uh, no, that's incorrect, or yes, that's right, for 20 points, or something I didn't say. They can make it. They can just type it, it yeah. and put it into this software. And I have recorded, like the lady who did, um, her name is Susan something, she did uh, The Voice of Siri. She didn't know what she was being pay- hired to do. She was just asked to read this dictionary, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this and I read this script. It was a half hour of it was like a nature film, and they just had me read it. And but I wrote it, read it, standing on the Scholars Bowl set, wearing the Scholars Bowl microphone, oh, nice. so that everything matched. Interesting. And now they can take that recording and manipulate it to get me to say things that I should have said. Without making me go back over there and re-record it, and they have a pers- visual of you saying it, they do not. Oh, they can't. That's that. Tr- they so it's not a deep fake to that regard. So they can only use it when I'm off camera. So they have gotcha. to cut to something else. Gotcha. And then Robo Frank comes on and says, "That's kind of cool, though." <laughs> they, I mean, there was a character on Thirty Rock that, but also the rules. You don't want to change the. You have to do it so that the. Um, the outcome of the game is still the same. Right. It's only like little t- tweaky things. If I screw it up that royally, well, then we just have to, then we have to take other steps. But you yeah. were saying there's an episode of of uh, Thirty Rock where Jack Donaghy has they discover that he has actually recorded all of you know like the dictionary or whatever, and so they can make him say all of these ridiculous things. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, they used to do that with political figures, too. They would go through their speeches and uh, get them saying all these different words and then edit it. But usually it was very jumpy, and they did You could tell. Because they want you to be able to tell that it's fake. Uh, it's a joke, because it's supposed to be funny, but... But now, now they don't want you to know that right. it's Right, that's fake. different, yeah. deep fake. Yeah. In fact, remember that Harlan Coben story I told you about? There's also a deep fake involved in that. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. So. We need the, the, we need the hamster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dramatic. <laughs> dramatic hamster. I think he was really a squirrel, wasn't, wasn't he? Wasn't a squirrel? They, squirrel. they called him dramatic hamster, but I think he was actually a dramatic squirrel. It was, yeah. All right, well, I can put a, a, a stinger in if you'd like, okay. if, I, if I remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So either you heard it or you didn't. 
All right. Yeah. It's not like my, uh, you know, many of my podcasting friends, like especially Bean, he's got his soundboard and he's just, as the show goes, he's able to hit all those in. That's I have to remember to go back and add it later in post because. Because you're the sound man and the video man and the producer and the head writer and the. I had dreams when I first started this podcast of buying um, some expensive, uh, beautiful those uh, microphones, the Electro Voice, the silver one. You okay. know, I have I have one of them. Oh yeah, those are. But I was going to buy a, another one. My plan was to buy two and have them on mounts and record everything on a roadcaster. That and, would be pretty fun. Well, we need more subscribers, and I need some more money in the bank. But um, it's not impossible. I mean, so, I bought all this stuff that we are currently using uh, from the proceeds of you know, Bone Bones buys an ad or somebody buys right. an ad. Yeah, that's where we got the camera and got the other stuff. That's good. It's just a matter of um, I went that route first, right? So that we could do the road shows, the road shows, uh, as opposed to making everything set up like the other podcasters. You see, what they have the huge microphone in their face while they're trying to do the show. Yeah. But I wanted to get the fancy looking one, like the Elvis mic. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so that might still happen. Okay. If Good. we raise money. All right. Raise money for the Frank and Friends show. <laughs> we could do a Frank and Friends show drive, like a PBS drive. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we can have like little acts come in. We can get David Crawford to come in and do like some song. You can do like crooning. As long as it's in the public you know? domain. <laughs> Just make sure it's in the public domain. We can make up our own songs. We'll do some tap dancing. Yeah, we can like we, answer fake phones or real ones. Call were you in. here when I made up a, a fake uh, theme song on AI? Yes. Well, one of my friends, who's a writer and a songwriter and all the things, she called me out on it. She says, how dare you use AI to write a song, a theme song for the show, when you know all of these creatives. You should get hire them to do it. I'm like, well. Well, we were just joking. Yeah, it was. I mean, we were part of it. Where I was trying to joke that it was, it was not that good. It was, right. it was corny. You know, yeah. I made it to the point where it was, it was too corny. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, it was just fun. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I could. I, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing where I get back to this. Was I understand that people want me to do work for them, but they don't want to pay me to MC. They want me to donate my services. But how can I turn around and ask? I didn't ask Jody to donate his services. I paid him to draw the logo. I wouldn't ask someone to. Donate a theme song, I don't think. I'd have to pay You could. Them. I mean, if somebody offers, it's different. Well, because, they, yeah, they could make it, if, they, if it would benefit them somehow yeah. to say, this is my song, and they can, if they can use it to their gain, yeah, right. then, then I would totally be into that. Yeah. Because as long as, you know, then it's my, you know, I, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. I'm going to get James to write you a song. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. It's completed. Okay, I'll have it, like a theme song. Yeah, but he calls yeah. me Uncle Frank. <laughs> That's because my mom started doing that. How's Uncle Frank? <laughs> I don't know why. It just, yeah. Because anyway. she met me. Sure, yeah. She met me once. And, once um, upon a time. Yeah. She probably realized that I'm older than her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, Catherine. I don't think it's so. It's probably close. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. Close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for watching, sharing, liking, and subscribing, especially on our YouTube channel. Maybe that's one way that we could uh, buy the stuff that I'm dreaming of. Uh, another way... Is and we did get a little extra money in the coffers at Christmas time uh, from some merch sales. Oh, you know, thank Bruce you for bought a, a hoodie, not a Bruce, no, not a hoodie. Brought a crew neck sweatshirt, and um, uh, somebody bought uh, some t- one of the glasses and some other stuff. Anyway, it's upside down here. It's where, where are the friends? 
There you go. There we go. I love the towel. It's one of my. Fa- I keep holding it up because it's my favorite. But it's all nice stuff. It is um, all nice. I mean, yeah. this logo is great. Jody did great work. The uh, looks good on the on the hoodie version as or any of the sweatshirts, the t-shirts, the whatnots. And you get whatever color you want. Yeah, that's yeah. Great, I, that's the great. We thing. just picked. I picked red because well, this is a size thing too. I, some depending on the. I bought that during the lockdown when they had limited um, colors and sizes, but that's moved on. So you can get good stuff at uh, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. And if uh, you love the audio entertainment like this, our show is on Audible. You can listen to it that way using the Audible app on your phone or on your Amazon Echo or whatever. Uh, when you go to audibletrial.com slash show, you're also sending a couple of bucks our way just for taking a free 30-day membership. You know, that's part of the deal is uh, we get a little bit and you get to try it out for 30 days and see if you like it. And during that 30-day premium membership, you get an MP3 download that you keep forever. And then if you continue every month, they give you a credit for an MP3 download, which we recommend you doing and, and saving some books on your device so that um, if you're in a plane or you're somewhere where you don't have cell service, you can still, you know, listen to something while you're outside Take doing advantage of it. work. You don't have to burn up your data plan. You can just listen to the one that uh, that you downloaded. All right, all right. Well, that's audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friends show. Thanks a lot, Freddie. I appreciate you for uh, coming over and Absolutely. chatting me it's up. It's always a fun, fun all right. time. Uh, back to Baton Rouge for you? Back to Baton Rouge. Will I ever see you again? I, mean, I don't know. It's debatable. I'm pretty sure. You can try calling and see if I answer. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'll be I bet back I, in the spring. If I call you right now, will it come up on your phone as Uncle Frank? It will not. All right. If I call your mom right now, well, she, I, I don't even probably, know. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have your number. Good. Good so. point. <laughs> Nor do I have hers. I, no, I'll, I don't know about James's. It might come up as Uncle Frank. Huh? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, have a great show. Have a great day. Have a great time. Uh, I'll see if uh, some of the others co-hosts want to come in while you're out of town. Or another thing I wanted to spend money on was that uh, remote, um, a way to get better microphone to do a... Yeah, so we can do a remote show. You can be in Baton Rouge and I don't have to go there. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Although you should... Well, is Bean still in New Orleans? He um, is about to move back to England. He's kind of, I'm going to have lunch with him in Tennessee um, on uh, March 18th. Okay. Um, he's, they're headed... They have a plane to catch in New York. They, they have this special plane they travel on that yeah, lets you bring your dogs. Catch, right? yeah. yeah. So, But that only flies from New York. To London, and it leaves only you know once a month. So they know what day they got to get to that plane in New York. And driving up from New Orleans, um, he routes the trip through here, so I get to have lunch with him on his way. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Well, you could come up the week before they move. Yeah, come up. You mean down? Down. Yeah. Yeah. Go south to up. You know, (laughs) left, right. It's all the same. (laughs) It's a miracle that you're here today. It is a miracle. I didn't have a GPS. GPS wasn't working. And I'm like, Catherine, do you remember how to get here? No. You know, I I did know how to get here once I got to the highway. Oh, good. I didn't know how to get to the highway. All right. From where I was. Oh, good golly. Uh, Thanks again. It's the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. (laughs) I'm Catherine Frank. And we'll talk to you again next time.